Welcome to the What I Wish I'd Known podcast, brought to you by three 30-something Instagrammers sharing the things that we wish we had known. And disclaimer, there's only two of us again today, <laughs> but not, not, it's, it's always, it's always me. It's the better one. <laughs> it's the better one. Sorry, <laughs> Chess. Sure. It's the better one. We've got Lauren. Yay. So I'm Jo from Labella Loves. And I'm Lauren from The Parenting Chapter. And through our weekly podcast, we tackle a new topic each week, often with the help of an expert guest, which we have today. And together, we try and impart our life lessons and the things that we wish we had known. Don't know how much is going to come up today, but we obviously need to start every single episode with a massive caveat that we are not mental health experts. Um, Please go check out our show notes because we stuff them full of mental health resources if anything we say triggers you please go speak to your gp or check those out and also that we're really not experts we don't know what we're doing no i'm not scooby (laughs) and we're growing we're growing aren't we we come together we know a fair bit how many episodes are we on now oh god i don't know i think we're probably we're We're in the doubles yeah and we've had over like fifty thousand downloads or something so we're going really well so thank you someone likes us i know one one of you out there just frantically refreshing (laughs) (laughs) our mum um, so, without further ado, this week's topic is the juggle, because yeah. we do this, particularly as women, the juggle. And we have the lovely, the lovely Gemma, who is the co-founder from the brilliant brand Olivia Burton. And I'm pretty sure everyone will know the brand. Um, watches, jewellery, beautiful, beautiful, beautifully designed stuff, all by Gemma, or Mainly by Gemma. And my team. And your team. <laughs> I'm always like, it's hers, she does everything, it's she's a Wonder me. Woman. Um, and we'll stick the uh, the website in the show notes as well, but I'm sure everybody's everybody's heard of them. Um, but yeah, so Gemma, welcome. Thank You're you. You're going to talk to us about juggling it all. I am. Because you certainly do juggle <laughs> yeah. it all. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy, is it? The juggle is real. No. So, yeah. So I started Olivia Burton seven years ago, which feels like a life time ago actually and um, we were just having a little chat about it actually before we just turned the mics on and um, one of the reasons I decided to start Olivia Burton is because I really wanted to have like this much better work-life integration so how's that going how's it going it's you know it's <laughs> working tough. progress <laughs> work in progress it's not as easy um, as you think though is it no, like, no you it, think it entrepreneur isn't. life it's going to be really really I, I'm just going to be jetting off all over the place. I'm going to be going to yoga all the time. I'm going to, but you really have to. You can do that, but you've really got yeah. to work at it, haven't you? It's you've really hard. got to manage it. Yeah, it really is hard. So it's quite funny actually, because when I first started my career in fashion, I used to see all these senior people jetting off, going to Hong Kong, China, New York, and I was like, wow. I want to do that. And then as soon as you have all those opportunities, it tends to coincide when you have a family. And you're like, actually, I really don't want to go on a plane and I don't want to leave my family. So, you know, it's it's really tough. And one of the biggest motivators to start was that, that I didn't have to be chained to a desk, like nine to six. And I didn't have to feel bad about going for a doctor's appointment or oh. dentist and, you know, all those great things. Um, I know having to apologise, being like, I'm really sorry. I've got to go to the dentist. I know. Like, that's fundamental self care. That's not. That's like a basic human. Like I need to look after my oral hygiene. Like this is. <laughs> and you felt bad, didn't you? So, I'm so sorry. And then I they And then they stick them on site, especially with law firms. Oh, and you're yes. like, oh yeah, I can't help but feel oh. this is a strategic <laughs> move. Oh, yeah. It's nice, but. 
hold on, I'm not coming back after. There you are know? law firms in the city, sorry, we're digressing slightly, but there are law firms in the city that have manicurists on site, you have your dry oh, cleaners wow, that's on crazy. site, have sleep pods on site, oh. and it is like, oh. Don't leave. You are not, not sure about this sleep. building. <laughs> not sure about the sleep pods. That's a bit crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, and I used to tremble going into my boss, having to ask for times off because he used to make me feel really bad. Mm. So I was like, do you know what? I just don't want this for myself anymore. I really wanted to start my own business. It was just a case of kind of waiting for that eureka moment. And finally it came when I noticed a gap in the market for really beautiful but affordable watches. Um, the market was kind of dominated by the likes of Michael Kors. And sorry for anyone that has a Michael Kors. <laughs> um, but they were all really samey. They were really expensive. And they tended to be like something that was bought for a special occasion, a, a big birthday. And I really wanted to cement watches as a fashion assessment that you would change with your outfit. So yeah, I started designing and the rest is kind of history. Um, Harvey Nichols placed an order. They sold out almost instantly, which was just Was that crazy. one of your first big suppliers then? Oh, was yeah. yeah. So it was that when they... Because we kind of we created this um, lookbook with all of our designs in and we sent it out to Selfridges, Harvey Nichols, and we had these responses back. And when people actually were asking to meet us, I was like, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> and, you know, it was really exciting. And, yeah, they put some watches into their Knightsbridge store and they sold out within a couple of weeks and customers were saying is there a zero missing from the end of the price because, <laughs> yeah all right I'll stick it on um, <laughs> you know are you sure it's not 700 pounds instead of 70 pounds and we were like great this is just amazing so um, yeah and it kind of snowballed from there and then we were approached by Selfridges and ASOS and yeah I mean just totally totally crazy totally crazy and um, I do remember going into a little shop in Shoreditch and I plucked up the courage to show the manager all of my designs and she was like no one will ever buy these designs she was like my customers only wear tag and cartier I was like okay and I was actually at a trade fair about three years ago and that same lady came over to the stand and I remembered that lady because she made me feel so like um so down but yeah I was so like determined to prove her wrong and she came over and she was like do you remember me I was like oh yeah I remember you (laughs) she was like I really want to stock your watches now it's like, oh, unfortunately, we already have a stockist in Shoreditch. Good for you. So, well done. Yeah, I know. Isn't that so funny? That I that, know. Like, you remembered her. Oh, my gosh. Like, she really, the things that she said to me really kind of played on my mind and yeah. nagged away at that kind yeah, of, of like self-doubt and, you know, can I do it and am I crazy? That and must have been such a validating experience oh, to yeah. have her then really want it and not oh, get yeah. it. it was ama- well, it, <laughs> it sounds really cruel actually, <laughs> no, but, but, you know, it was, you. yeah, no, it was, um, it was quite nice to know that I'd actually proved her wrong mm, and yeah. I think that was quite satisfying actually and certainly having your own business when you have all those naysayers in the beginning whether that's sometimes that's friends sometimes but your own parents can be quite critical can't they and you think well I want it but just to keep you know be a little bit softer please mum yeah yeah, definitely yeah Yeah. and um there was what you were doing you're doing something that was 
not really done. I mean, not was, really done. Yeah, no, we were that. kind of going up against the, you know, big brands, so yeah. to speak, like Michael Kors. And people were like, do you really think people are going to buy an Olivia Burton and not a Michael Kors? I was like, well, I hope so. Um, and and yeah, do. so we were kind of making something for ourselves because I started the brand with uh, my friend Lisa. And yeah, so I guess they did like what we were doing, which was really lovely. And um, yeah, it was nice to it was nice to prove those naysayers wrong and all those people that kind of make you doubt yourself along the way. It, yeah. it is doubt, isn't it? And I think having, I was saying to a lady in the bank this morning, she was saying, what do you do? And I said, I run my own business. I said, but I'm just, I'm quite organised. She went, in what way? I went, well, I knew I was going to have a child. So actually, before I even started trying for a child, I set up a business because then I wanted to get through year one to get all of that out of the way. And then I started, and she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I was like, yeah, it's a little bit anal. But I tell the thing that I learned very quickly was you know resilience in business mm. and there, there is that fine line between you and we always speak about yes and no and I was contrary to what I spoke about in the podcast a yes woman and then yeah. I had to become a no woman and, and then I've kind of gone to extreme mm. but you know is that line between you want to be positive you want to be nice mm. you want people to like you but then some people are just bloody rude and harsh yeah. and you think I can either let them pull me down mm. or I've got to develop this resilience where you you put the right person in at the right time yeah. but almost you keep yourself that little bit of you back oh yeah I don't definitely. know if that and, and it's yeah, the same yeah. with motherhood weirdly as well like it if is. you put your whole self in and, and and I have no issue people do that but I think mm. I always keep a little bit for me if that makes yeah. sense whether it be how I spend my time or my thoughts and it's not you know me sitting there with Flynn divulging all my secrets but it's do you know what I mean yeah. it's like it's cool to have a bit of you Hold oh, yeah. back, isn't it? Definitely. Because people will take you down, I Definitely. think, unfortunately, in business. And sometimes yeah. the people nearest to you as well. Gorgeous. I know, I know. So, yeah, I mean, I'm the same, actually. Like, I started, even when I started the business, I was very much like a yes person. I was trying to please so many people and someone would be like, can you design this on a watch? And I was like, yes, we can. As long <laughs> as it fits with the brand DNA, I can do it. Um, and then that was the same in my personal life as well. And I had Albie three years ago. So the business was kind of like still in its infancy and there was so much going on and I was forced to come back from maternity leave after like two months. But don't get me wrong, I wasn't in the office like five days a week, but I was there one or two days to start with and then I went back up to doing like three days. But you're always plugged in, aren't you? When it's your own business and you've got your phone. I was trying to do bath time, trying to talk to him. And I've got WhatsApp open. I'm trying to talk to factories and people who, you know, desperately need me to approve things. And, yeah, it's hard because you're trying to say yes to all these different things. And there's nothing left for yourself, like in terms of, like, that self-care. So a lot of people say oh, you've got it all, you've got like this amazing business, you know, you've got a family, you get to do nice things. And I'm like, yeah, but there's sacrifice. Like you honestly can't have it all. Like, please don't look at my life or, you know, look at those little Instagram squares and think that everything's easy and everything's rosy. Like there's massive sacrifice going on behind yeah. the scenes. And that's why we wanted to, I totally agree with Alps. I was nodding away furiously then. <laughs> and I think that's why I really wanted, because I should say I've known Gemma from before Olivia Burton. We have. Um, and so watch this from afar or near afar. Um <laughs> With interested eyes, and it, that's why I wanted to get you on to talk about the juggle because it really is a juggle. It's mm. not a smooth sailing. This is really easy. My life mm-hmm. is super simple. It's 
really, really hard, and it, it takes some, it takes sacrifice, and that's. I think a lot of people can see what they want to see, yeah, and maybe there's jealousy in that or. Just they've made their decision about who yeah. you are, what you are, not you. Definitely, yeah, of course. Eyeballing Gemma, I'm like, oh, who you are. Of but I think that's what people do, and yeah, you've. I think one thing that I've learned about that whole, I'm slightly moving away from the juggle, but that kind of external, those external eyes on you, mm. is that you are really not going to please everybody. Oh my gosh, you can't. You? you can't. You can't. No. And I, I remember I struggled um in the first 12 months so badly and you know I'd of the business or of Albie with Albie yeah with Albie because you know I'd created this business and we took it from zero we invested Mm. you know 15,000 pounds of our life savings and you know it was it was really really tough like the watch industry is very male dominated and um I remember going to networking events and guys in suits would come up to me and they'd be like who really runs the business and I was like well hey it's you know it's me and you know it's Lisa and it's us and they're like right well you know who's your chairman who's your um advisor and I was like well we don't have any it's it's just us doing what we believe is the right thing and you know going by our gut and it was hard and I got through all of that and you know we had lots and lots of obstacles and then I thought I'd be fine with motherhood and it just slapped me in the face. Because you're such an achiever. But this is what we've talked about time and time again. Yeah. Same application, didn't work. You've done this, you've built a business, you've done this thing. I had a great career, you had you know, and then it's suddenly like Yeah. Bam. What is this? Oh. And to juggle it all as well. So hard. And I mean I was really close to a nervous breakdown trying to juggle both. And I remember so clearly one time I was changing Albie's nappy and he must have been like three or four months old. And I just burst into tears and I was I couldn't cope with changing a nappy. Yet, you know, throw a really big problem at me at work and I'll just take it in my stride. And I was like, I am not the person that I thought I was. I was like, I just can't cope with this. And, you know, I was part of an NCT group and actually I found that that didn't help me at all because they had this lovely long maternity leave and they were sending pictures of them all having fun at the park and there's me like scrabbling around trying to work from home while looking after Albie and I was just like this is not this is not sparking joy or this is not like this is not fun this is not fair as well I remember thinking this is not fair like what what why couldn't I have that period but also I think it's about uh, letting yourself kind of learn as you go. Definitely. And, and And because I think with all of us, we were like, we just nail stuff. And perfectionism, <laughs> probably. People-pleasing, uh, People-pleasing. Yeah. And, and again, just Achievers. quickly back to the business thing. I think it's also, it doesn't help if you run a business with a conscience. That sounds the silliest thing ever. Mm. Some people operate in business, and I'm sure they don't give a shit. Mm. And they don't go home and think, oh, did I upset that person? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I suspect us three then go home, analyse the mm. shit out of it, go to bed with it on our mind, wake up and think, and then probably overcompensate yeah. to the detriment of ourselves. So you apply that to being a parent yeah. where you literally have no idea. No one's rewarding saying, tick, well done, you passed exactly. stage one, you did that really well, nine exactly. out of ten. Well, goals in parenting oh, and yeah. like, yeah. just no, wing we it. We pick Q4 and it's yeah. great. <laughs> it's 
hard. You know, you've exceeded all your targets. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. And then I remember seeing the statement, wing it. I was like, that's so scary. I don't want to wing it. I want to get this right. I mean, yes. it literally weirded me out. I was like, yeah. I don't. But it, the process, I think, actually chills you the hell out mm. because you either have to go, I'm going to fight this yeah. or I've just got to accept and it. And when yeah. you fight it, that's when you almost do spiral. I mean, that's, that's the thing yeah. I did. I say I did motherhood to like 100 I hate the phrase 110% but to a, such mm. a degree that I lost myself I lost my mind yeah, yeah. and so you can't so it's like what you were describing of like I can't cope with changing a nappy oh yeah it was just too it's hard. because there's too much yeah too much you, it was so you absolutely hard. could you can completely nail a nappy but it's the yeah it's the everything so difficult and I was I'm reading something the all. other day and it said that 80% of the thoughts we have are negative about ourselves oh. and I was like that is that is just that was me like the negative self-talk like I couldn't put the buggy in the car I was always the one I was always the mum that was struggling and I could see all the other NCT mums they were almost like rolling their eyes at me like poor Gemma like she can't cope and I was like I can't cope but it felt like three years ago it was totally socially unacceptable to say I'm struggling to put your hands up and say this is not fun like I don't think I like this um whereas now I think there's so much more support and even when I go on Instagram I feel like there's more people like me but Mm. three years ago I just felt really lonely and I just I was really struggling but I think it's that sacrifice like I did sacrifice quality time with Albie in the beginning and I'll never get that back but I did put the business first and there's even a picture of him that popped up the other day on my phone and I was like it's him on his um, nappy changing table changing (laughs) nappy table changing table and I've got all my paperwork next to him and he's got them all in his hands and he's like (laughs) rattling them about and I was just like oh my gosh how did I actually get through that time like it was it was tough and so yeah I sacrificed quality time with Albie because I was heading the business and I was so worried about all my employees there and you know I needed to keep the business going and I needed to tend to all of those we didn't have like all these senior managers in the business to help so you know I had this real responsibility so I think yeah, there's the juggle, but there's also the sacrifice. Yeah. So I just would hate for anyone to look at me and think, oh, she has this amazing business and she has all this quality time with her family. No, it's just, I think that's, you know, something yeah. has to give, whether it's your time for yourself. Like I like to meditate and I've not done that for three weeks because I just haven't had the time. Yeah. And, you know, I know that my own mental health is suffering because my brain's starting to get really foggy again and mm. I need that clarity. But it's just trying to prioritise and, you know, things have to give. Like, you just can't do everything. I think that's, like, what I'm hearing is how how you do the juggle is you can't have it all. And, and they sort of sound like... When we talk about the juggle, it is like... I think often people equate that with doing it all. And mm. I think, actually, what we're hearing and what we're saying is to juggle everything you need to be juggling less, lighter mm. balls, fewer balls, don't yeah. you? Absolutely. And, and, and that's s- the only way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I and think. I said to a friend the other day, he was like, I'm, I'm just spinning so many plates. Uh, quite similar character. And I said, do you know what I'd do? This is like, this is a Lauren analogy coming up. I was like, just smash a couple. He went, sorry. I went, just smash a couple. Mm. I said, see what happens. Mm. And he went, what do you mean? I went, firstly, you might be spinning them and no one actually gives a shit you're spinning them <laughs> because that's they've just set a ball, you know, yeah. ball yeah, rolling and yeah. saying, I need this, I want this, but yeah. actually they do. I said, and actually let people see mm. that you, and 
I don't want to use the fail word, but and it's not fail. We we discussed this, but actually, you're not. Uh, superhuman mm. you are human yeah. and you're going to drop a couple of plates but guess what you will pick them up and address mm. that in due course, yeah, course. because that's life yeah. and he was like really and you know mm. and it is a practicing and I, I will always smash a couple of plates yeah, but I go yeah. I've got a plan B Yeah. and generally I need to smash those to get you to a better place yeah. anyway because otherwise Such I was going to go way of seeing. Um, yeah. you know sw- sp- it is that spinning thing and, and I think to your point the sacrifice. Same with Flynn, you know, uh, I started working again when he was seven weeks old. Mm. Um, that was from a financial need point of view. And I too felt that I'd sacrificed time, but also mental space, yeah. you know, because my brain was always waking up going, right, so Flynn, you're cool. I'll do right, five, yeah, five, yeah, it's a business. Yeah. And, and it's that flipping. And I still get it now, if I'm honest. Mm. But someone made it to me and just said, Lauren, you put food on the table and you kept that roof over your head. And that, although it's not sitting there cooing for an hour, wasting time, not mm. wasting time, but do you know what I mean? Like yeah, what everyone seemed to be doing with ease and just endless yeah. time with your baby, you were making sure that the stability and the foundations mm. were rock solid. And, and if you'd have taken those away, you know, and it's the same with your business, yeah. you know, if that had wobbled and gone tits up, what would that have done to you? Oh, and then yeah. what would that have yeah. done to him? Do you yeah. know what I mean? And people might think that's a selfish way of looking, yeah, but... Yeah. You know, look, at the end of the day, you're not a shit mum. But yeah. actually, who defines what a perfect, oh, great mum is? I know, I hate the perfect mum. But that, the whole, that whole analogy, and now I realise there's no such thing as a perfect oh, mum. No. It's just like, what is perfect for you? And I mean, I was a bit kind of like unorthodox, really. Like, I had a elected um, caesarean. That was just maternal choice because I was petrified of giving birth. And um, I chose not to breastfeed. And, you know, I felt I was judged for those decisions, but they were the right decisions for me. And, you know, and Albie's a really happy, healthy baby, even though he didn't breastfeed. And, you know, of course, my hat goes off to all those breastfeeding mums, but I knew I just couldn't do it. I knew I didn't have the mental capacity for it. So, you know... I think I used to beat myself up over those choices and I used to hide the truth. Like when I met new mums, I didn't want to be honest about the decisions I'd made because I felt that they were going to cast judgment on me. And, you know, sometimes, you know, us mums, we can be really cruel to each other, can't we? And we can be even more cruel to ourselves. Like just the things I used to say to myself were just horrible and you would never say those things to a friend. And, um, yeah, it's just, you know, I think sacrifice and just I wish I could have gone back and spoken a bit kinder to myself and not been such a bitch <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. That's the key. And my mate, my best mate now, I had a car park chat, you know, when you're trying to get two kids in the car and that's yeah. like your, that's your best moment because they're strapped in and you're like, right, let's get an hour's worth of conversation yeah. in like two minutes. Uh, and she's had a little one eight weeks ago and I hope she's listening, uh, although she'll be busy. And she was talking about stretch marks mm. and she was saying that, you know, and I won't go into graphic detail, but the way she was talking about them and mm. herself, like she was this object that was of disgust and I was, I was so taken aback and you know and it is that fine line isn't it Be- mm. between you want to say well look let's sort it but equally yeah. you want to say just leave it let it be and it you sometimes just can't get those messages across mm. but I do think this kind of just everybody saying it how it is yeah. going in you know again on the breastfeeding debate people going yeah I've chosen to bottle feed mm. and you know and that goes back to education which is something I've obviously looked at from yeah, a business yeah. standpoint but it is that we've got to hide the truth and then only years later can that come out. Mm. And I still do it now. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, Thursday's my day off with Flynn. It was just Flynn and I did all of this. But, you know, yeah, I am checking my phone on emails yeah. and if someone calls me, I'll take the call and yeah, I might yeah. then go quick, put the telly on. 
do I feel bad? Yes, but mm. at the end of the day, it, it, it's a day and I yeah. put so much in. And there's also the other time, I think, around the edges, like when you wake up in the morning you have mm. that cuddle yeah. and that bed. I think we think our kids expect a whole lot more mm. and it's us that expects a whole lot more yeah. Yeah. sometimes you know Flynn looked at a building site the other day and we stood there for 30 minutes watching a building mm. site and, and he that was, for him was magic and, yeah. and that was like the best thing and I'm going well day. I didn't go to the zoo I didn't do this <laughs> and he's like yeah building site mum yeah, well chuffed yeah. and, yeah. and then going on a bus into yeah. town happy days oh yeah do you know what I mean loves going on the bus top That's, top yeah, deck exactly loves it yeah know, best day ever yeah. so yeah you know we're just we're hard on ourselves so yeah when it comes to the juggle I mean I am no expert juggler I just kind of get by and sometimes I'm late for work and sometimes I leave early and one thing I feel really lucky um I can do is that I can leave loudly um, yes, and if I, yeah, and I mean, if I was still working where I was working before starting Olivia Burton, I would be petrified to say, sorry, can I leave early because I want to go and watch Albie do X, Y, Z or take him to the park? I mean, that was just an absolute no-no. Can mm. you imagine going over to your boss and, and asking to leave early so that you can spend time with your family? No, no way. I could not have done it. So, you know, now I get to leave loudly and I want people in the office to know that that's okay. And, you know, when they have families, that if they need to leave early, that it won't be frowned upon. Like, it's okay to yeah. have this work-life integration. And, um, yeah, I, I just give 100% to work all the time, but just not in atypical nine to six you're probably giving a nod that there's an above 100% because, again, that annoys me. But you are giving so much. That is a very full 100% that you're giving. But, yeah, yeah not in this, the way that the corporate machine likes us exactly. to think about. Exactly. I, we, we've talked about this before on the podcast. Is I tend not to do very much on a Monday mm. morning although that slipped a bit recently. But I try <laughs> not to do stuff on Monday morning because I'm like, well, well, why? I've just had a weekend. Often weekends are really exhausting after yeah, family time. It is and exhausting. Family time is, you know, it is. I draining mean, well, some sometimes. Some recharge that way. I yeah. do not recharge yeah, yeah, that way. Yeah. It's lovely, but I don't recharge. So because I have the kind of job where I can do that, why shouldn't I do mm, that? Of course. But it's... You know, the should and the society and these I things. You think, oh, yeah. the and everybody rules. else is working. But then I think, well, if I've done a bit on Sunday night, probably worked yeah, on yeah. Saturday, probably worked on Friday, probably, you know, I'll All work later. Mm. Exactly. So they can just wait until exactly. day on Monday. And it's about saying no, like what you were talking that's about yeah. earlier. Like, that's something um, that I've been trying to do more this year just say no to things like I was so quick to be like yeah I'll come to that event and yeah I'll do that and then after I'd be like, I wish I never said I'd go because I really don't want to so yeah. now I'm just I realize that my time is precious and so I'm much more strict with it so I'm like oh thank you so much for inviting me there that sounds wonderful but it's not for me yeah yeah, and then you just you hold your breath and think, oh, I know them. I'm not sure. Your toes but... are curling because you're like, oh my but gosh. But the more you do it, because we did an yeah. episode about saying no, and I think I don't know how you found this, but I've certainly found the more you do it, and as long as you're doing it politely in a mm -hmm. way that you feel comfortable, it's really not that awkward. No, and, you. and if they take it awkwardly, that's their thing. Of course, you know? yeah. yeah. Exactly. As long as you've been respectful and nice, not like, oh, fuck no. It's quite empowering, isn't it, it is. saying no. So, yeah, I've good. said it to a few friends as well when they've invited me to things. that I'm like, you know what, I'm just not going to have fun doing that. But you kind of, what do they call it, like the um, shit sandwich where you kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. something nice. 
something bad not coming, but please invite me next time yeah. because I might change my mind or yeah. perhaps we can do something else together. So, yeah, I'm definitely getting much better at saying no to things and, and that helps. But I think, Joe, you're quite similar to me. Like, in order to recharge your batteries, you need time on your own. Oh, like, yes. I love a bit of time on my own. So trying to, like, put that into the so equation, <laughs> like work, family time, shopping, cleaning and all the other great stuff seeing friends yeah <laughs> because you're trying to like maintain yeah. relationships you also need to plug in that time for yourself I mean it's just tough isn't it, it to is be really able tough. to do all of it um and even last night I was supposed to go to a body pump class um with my sister-in-law and I was just like I can't do it tonight like the mm. gym would just have to wait because I just want to sit in front of the telly and just watch Line of Duty and chill. But that's brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah. Different, but it's a kind of different self-care. It's a self-care. different way. It's a yeah. self-care, self-care. Yeah. So you've swapped well, one for the other and you've recognised yeah. that right at that moment that's not what you could do. You just needed no. to do 100%. nothing. Just nothing. Like, sometimes it's just nice, isn't it? Just have a little bit of time on your own. So, yeah. So the juggle, the juggle is real. But for anyone that's listening, please, like, just, you know, I just want everybody to know that there is sacrifice. And, you know, I look at people like me um, before having Albie and I was just like they have it all and I'm like hey this just <laughs> no, no it just doesn't it I doesn't wish, exist I wish everyone could see Gemma's eyes then because they just did everything of like no, no. it just doesn't well, we're, exist we're very very glad that you said yes to coming on here yeah, yeah thank you we're lucky we it's are been very lucky exciting. and it was like so insightful and I think that that really does like it really will help people who are feeling really similar because it's good to know that every it's a really shared experience oh, and yeah. that's what we that's what we always talk about when we share our stories together that's mm-hmm. when things actually start to change we feel definitely so, thank you for having thank me thank you it's been you. lovely so we'll obviously put the website up at in our show notes, is there anything else you wanted to touch on? Or? Um, well, we were saying this before we came on as well. I don't like to be too sousy about Olivia Burton. <laughs> I don't think you need so, to. Be. I think it's beautiful. Um, yeah, we just we you know we just try and make beautiful things, and um, that will stand the test of time. So yeah, please do go and have a look, and um, yeah, I hope you like what you see. I'm sure <laughs> they yeah. absolutely. Oh, will. thank I'm you. I'm sure they will. They're gorgeous. Thank you. So no, thank you so much, and thank you lot, everybody, for listening please 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 rate review and subscribe because it really does help us boost us in the charts and if you obviously like to give us a positive review that would be even better yeah yeah um, that would be nice yeah they've seen some sneaky negative ones which we oh, don't know like shan't talk we'll about. take them if they gave me a giggle we'll have to yeah say we actually the find them reasons. quite interesting <laughs> <laughs> we have a little laugh we have a whatsapp group and we uh we share them but we please do, no, yeah. not, let's not encourage that no. <laughs> no, no, no. um so yeah rate review subscribe and um yeah if you've got any topics you'd like us to cover the website is what i wish i'd known.co.uk and you can send us an email there and yes like I just said, we're really passionate about sharing our stories and that's when we believe real change is going to happen. But thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.